Mike, is there a word for unerasing something? For removing the erasure of something that existed in the past? Um, I think it would be well, I think I think it'd be strict it'd be restoration, I think, right? Would restoration. Like that, I, was that's, that's like de- I was gonna say it's de erase, but that would be making something up. I think restoration is a word that we can that we have already. Great. So 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 it seems that the people and particularly the scientists, but but the people in general who have been erased have now been restored and are now back um, and and unerased or uh, they're, they're back. They're Welcome. back. Yeah. Without without any kind of like side effects. But maybe we should explain for people that, that, ha- that haven't been reading the news. Um, so when we say that people were erased. That is what it was being described where some person or some being kind of has some kind of power to just like wipe it looks like like they're wiping the people out from and just they disappear like in swipes like as, you're, as if you're painting somebody with with a brush on their body and they you did it enough times they, or a few times and they're they're gone and it turns out they were taken away to a um, to a completely different dimension. That's right. We've been calling it the eraser. I think he called himself the eraser, but yeah. uh, it, they, they're not actually even erased. They're being it's more like transported than erased. Yeah, you think that'd be a cooler name? It's like. The transporter, but the eraser sounds like when I was when I was hearing about it first, I thought, "Holy moly, people are being erased." Does that mean that you're like just like killed, or does that mean that you're actually being like any trace of you is gone? So like, would would it mean that your memory, you know, the memory of that person is gone? But it just it seems so so ominous. But yeah, it's way more ominous than saying transporter. <laughs> I transported them away <laughs> with with a bit, transport with a paintbrush. But yeah, so the, so these scientists were were uh, well, not just scientists. But these people were sent to this other dimension. I keep saying scientists because a large number of the people who were erased, who were transported, were scientists, including uh, Dr. Lewis Stem and Professor Ebhart. Uh, and uh, they, they uh, but they've been, they've been returned now, and they have they have they have, well they have a lot to say. Well, that's right. I mean, so they, they when they were being erased, they're transported to another dimension that apparently is like overlapping with ours way that I understand it, which is like we, we've heard about this before. Like we've heard about um, other dimensions, but um, this is the first time that I've heard it as being not just like I, I've always conceptualized interdimensionality as being somewhat distant, but it's it's overlaid in our reality, which is hard to get my mind around. Um, but that's not the only thing that they're talking about since they've returned, right? Yeah, well, so this dimension apparently it's fairly these uh, these people in these other dimensions uh, have existed alongside us for for uh, well they they have been able to observe us for what is it centuries millennia like for a long long period of time and they've been observing us uh, they haven't done anything about it until very until until now this is like their first like penetration into our world beyond observation yeah and so and the motivation was kind of fascinating right so to think that. Um, these people have uh, in this other dimension have, have mastered um, interdimensional travel, which is wild and also have been monitoring us for, like you say, for possibly millennia. And the reason why they kidnapped these scientists was because um, they were trying to, uh, they wanted to kidnap people that could assist them in achieving some kind of nuclear power or figuring out, figuring out the secrets of the atom, which apparently, you know, which we have done, um, which is wild when you think about it, because you think if you're able to figure out interdimensional travel, why wouldn't you be able to figure out something that we've just recently figured out? Like if you're so much further advanced than us, why well, couldn't it, you? Have... It, it's it's more than that, Mike, because these guys these guys have had interdimensional um, observation at least for thousands of years. Yeah, so think about where we were in, as humans uh, two thousand years ago. Like we're talking about the time of Christ. We're talking about like the Roman Empire. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, 
before the Roman Empire, we're talking about the Roman Republic, before the Roman Empire even came to existence, uh, and they, we, 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 we had bronze swords, and these guys could appear into other dimensions. So do you think then, like, so did their development stall, or is it just like, and, and, and that they, they achieved inter, interdimensional observation, which presumably might have led to, they, they might have developed the power for interdimensional travel before, but at least interdimensional observation. But then they just stalled out, um, or is achieving, um, you know, cracking the secrets of the atom, is that unique? Is that something that's, that's an incredible achievement for humanity, right? Or, or, or is it is it like, we only have really one data point on how humans' technology is developed. And if you look mm -hmm. at our technology curve, like, um, it was basically really, really flat for thousands and thousands and thousands of years until only a, like 100 years ago or so, 200 years ago, when we started developing the Industrial Revolution. And from that point onward, our technology has grown by leaps and bounds to the point where like, the, our life is dramatically different than the life of our grandparents. Right. But our grandparents' life from our great-great-great-great-great-grandparents is, is much smaller differences. And as you go further and further back, the, the, the change over a couple of generations has been pretty minor. Uh, but our change has been dramatic. And we, we kind of attribute, like, I think the natural state is to attribute that as, like, that's what happens when you get to the Industrial Revolution. But maybe it's not. Maybe what we're seeing now is an anomaly that other societies and other dimensions do not see. Well, there's that, but I also wonder this, um, then why did we, did we just skip past interdimensional travel? Like, I mean, is it, is it a linear kind of development of technology so that, you know, normally we should have developed interdimensional travel or observation and then discovered atomic power? Or did we just like skip it all together and go right to atomic, um, figuring out atomic power? Because this is not the first time that, like, as you know, we, that we've had scientists kidnapped by other, um, by interdimensional people, right? And so you got to wonder if this, that, we just skipped past, went to a much more advanced state, but we, you know, uh, than than they had reached in certain areas, um, and uh, and then maybe say it may be that we as humanity are something a little more, I wouldn't say special, but are just more. Um, there's something unique about us that allowed us to do that, to to make that leap. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, so, as the resident physicist in, in our our, uh, our discussion <laughs> groups here, um, it's it's worth talking a little bit about the kind of the development of our science and how like Einstein was clearly a brilliant, brilliant man. Um, but if Einstein hadn't developed special relativity, somebody else would have. Like Maxwell's right. equations kind of led us to the point where sp someone would have come up with special relativity. Now, general relativity would have taken us a lot longer, uh, but it, it probably also would have happened. Uh, but then when you start looking at quantum mechanics and how quantum mechanics works and how quantum mechanics eventually led to the splitting of the atom, um, it's, it's not intuitive. It's not intuitive that, like, that we would have just come to that. And, and maybe that, that is the secret, is that like, people like Heisenberg and Planck who came up with quantum mechanics, that was a unique thing that humans did that other societies, other aliens and other dimensional beings did not come up with or, or have struggled to come up with. Well, it's fascinating, but then you got to wonder, Ed. So this is like like we said earlier, this isn't the first time that we've had our scientists kidnapped by interdimensional people, and so is it. Uh, and each time it was because they wanted to develop um, something, you know, weapons, or at least weapons in the first case, and atomic power in this case. Um, if are we now? Does this humanity and does Earth now have a, a target on their back right now? Are we now? Um, have we raised our head up above um, and to be observed by? Um, aliens, uh, physical aliens that are in our, that occupy our current, our dimension. And 
other aliens from other dimensions. Have we now raised the profile of humanity and that we're subject to, to possibly to, to continued incursions and continued attacks? Like, what does that mean for, well, for, I guess, what we should be doing now? Yeah, it's, it seems that way. Like, we've always talked about, like, on, on this show, we talk a lot about the event of uh, November 1961 when... Mm-hmm. The, the Fantastic Four and Reed Richards and his, and his, and his group penetrated, went, got into space. And it seems that a, like our show started right around then. And it seems that since then, that's when like we've just been hit with alien invasion after alien invasion. And we've always thought as, as that was the defining moment. But maybe, maybe it wasn't. Maybe the defining moment was actually something to do with our development of atomic power and atomic energy. Um, and it all kind of led led from that. I mean, it was a little bit delayed. Like the fact that, hey, we, 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 the atomic bombs went off in 1945, but we're not that far in the grand scheme of the universe. We're not that far away from that moment. Yeah. And so it, it's, it's fascinating. So, so, it, so yeah, it's, if it wasn't necessarily going into space, Fantastic Four going into space is the development of atomic power. And, and it's just, it's led to this attention. And what we've done is we've kind of, we've kind of transitioned, right? In theory. So um, much like, and I was just thinking about this earlier, much like how you know, what's the, the, the Greek myth of Prometheus, who is, he stole fire from the gods and he was punished by the gods. And, and I think I might have the, the wrong, the wrong, the wrong uh, story, but I thought that Prometheus, he stole fire from the gods, brought to humanity and allowed humanity to evolve and get closer to God, like, right. And then Prometheus himself was punished. I think he was either his liver has to be eaten by a bird or, or, or is he the one that has to push a rock up, uh, up a hill? Um, for him for forever as his punishment but whatever it was he prometheus was punished and so what i wonder about is um have we by cracking the atom gotten closer to to quote-unquote god and now we're being humanity is somewhat being punished or at least got the attention that could lead to punishment from other um races and, and beings and aliens uh who are now paying attention to us because we are we have become so much further advanced and we there's going to be consequences for it yeah, and and it seems that like the, the the one defense we have is this atomic power. Is that this ability yeah. to to harness the atom is something that's unusual that these other dimensional beings, these other aliens, even though they're so much more advanced to us in most technology, are not advanced in this particular way. And I'm going to go a step further than that because this atomic power not only just power makes us weapons and so on, but I think there's something around this atomic energy that leads us to having all these superpowers that are popping up over the last couple of years. Right. So, and so maybe it's this actually, what if it, what if like the idea is that we, is that humanity, is, humanity harnesses the power of the atom. Right. And that leads to the attention from say aliens. And I say aliens in the broad sense, so aliens like interdimensional aliens and, and aliens from other planets. So we harness the energy of the, of the, the power of the atom. Um, it leads to the attention of aliens and almost as a reaction um, like a, a, to protect the earth humanity starts developing these powers right so so like through through atomic energy or through other things because we're seeing this that what we're seeing is are people popping up with powers that we don't necessarily know where they got them but maybe it's that um the you know having atomic energy has triggered that as because they because there's some kind of like i don't know um this this general sense that um you know once you you've got the attention of the, of of other beings from other and, and aliens there has to be some kind of protection on the earth for the people that are now going to be targeted. Well, that, that would be convenient that, that one leads to the other, but, but even if it's not as much as like the, the, that fate is, is, is playing us this, this great hand of like, Hey, what will hit you with one hand and, and, and help you give you, help you with the other hand. Um, 
we, we, we do know that atomic power itself seems to give powers. Like for, for most of the superpower people out there, we have no idea. We have no idea how Ant-Man got his powers. We have no idea right. like where Thor is coming from and whether he's this ancient god or if, if he was an ancient god, like where that where those powers came from. But we, 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 we do have some clue for some of these powers. We know that right. Sandman got his powers from at an atomic testing facility where he kind of merged with the ground and got those powers. We know that radioactive man got his powers, something to do with radioactivity. And Cobra, when he was here trying to go and create more superpower beings like himself, uh, was working at a chemical plant and wanted to combine their serums with some sort of radioactivity element. Right. Um, and so we, we know that radioactive, and then, and then the Fantastic Four themselves, we know that some sort of cosmic rays did it to them. So there's something about this radioactivity atomic power that gives humans the ability to have powers, at least in some cases. That's right. And it's just, and I'm wondering that it's a corollary to the, the advancement of um, in the atomic field, right? Is that because we've, they, we've been able to crack the secrets of the atom that has been some sort of, I mean, I, I mean, I'm sounding kind of wishy-washy kind of airy fairy on this, you know what I mean? As if there's some kind of higher power and I don't mean that, but I just mean that it, it's, it just, it seems coincidental that um, we get the attention of other al- of aliens, and we just fortunately we, we we would we would have otherwise been overwhelmed by them. But fortunately, because people that might have gotten their powers from atomic energy or radiation are there to protect us, we're protected. I mean, it does seem convenient. It does seem coincidental. And so I'm becoming more of a believer that there might be some kind of connection between the two. Well, hey, I, I think there is, and and so what it could be though is the reverse of your your causation, rather than hey doing this thing caused this attention and the attention gave us the ability to have these powers and defend ourselves. It feels a lot to me that this ability that we have, that's giving us powers, that's giving us the atomic bomb, that's giving us nuclear energy, that's giving us the fantastic four and Sandman and Cobra and the radioactive man, that the, the, the energy, the power that's giving that to us is what's what is what's causing the attention that's causing the people to come after us. Right. Okay. I get it. So yeah, that's, it's a different, that's a different angle to look at it. And it's, it's just, again, but it's, but, even looking at it from that angle, it's just fortunate that we are we that these powers didn't just hideously mutate people. And it, it actually gave them incredible powers um, to protect us in theory from these incursions. And and like, but and but let's circle back to what actually happened now um, with this invasion. With sorry, with the, with these kidnapped people who were, who were erased and take, taken to another dimension. They were saved by. Um, by by a person identified as a giant man. I, I know our 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 latest hero. Who, <laughs> our latest who I, hero. I, I, I also think is American. I think so. Yeah, I think I think yeah. That, that's 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 what the reporting said. And so, um, giant man fortunately was was there. Which which okay. Pause for one second. Just to, to you know, to, to, let's talk about the cause the causality here. Um, it, it stands the reason that if giant man was taken and this mainly atomic scientists that were that were taken, don't you think? He, Giant Man might actually be an atomic scientist. It could be, but uh, hey, a hot dog vendor was kidnapped as well. Maybe, yeah, so maybe just, Giant Man was a hot dog vendor in a secret identity. Yeah, but it just—it actually—it's just this world of coincidences. It's, it just seems like it's—it's it's the right one that maybe if Giant Man gets his powers from atomic energy, it would make sense that he's an atomic scientist and stuff. Yeah, that, but it does make a ton of sense. I, I, I buy it. M- maybe a uh, uh, Lewis Stem is actually Giant Man. Yeah, but you think like wouldn't there be a better name than Giant Man? By the way, like like it just seems like uninspired. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I I don't I don't know what name I give myself if suddenly I could <laughs> grow to like twenty feet tall. But uh, probably wouldn't just be a a very basic description. Like like even if you just called him the Giant, you know, or 
Gigantor or something would be kind of cooler. Why does oh, it need I, to be a man attached to it? Well, it could be, well, because I think that he, I think he is a man. Um, uh, but I, I think that, that that's kind of become the standard naming convention of people with superpowers. Either they they are the something like the wasp or the porcupine, or they stick a man at the end, like Spider Man or Iron Man or Thor Man. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it's not like I'm going to start calling you Ed Man or Mike, you know, or the Mike. I mean, it's just. I mean, I know that these are names and stuff, but if it's a true name, I wouldn't want to. I would never give myself a nickname, a nickname that has the in front of it. That doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. And I wouldn't give myself a nickname that had man or boy after it. You know, I think it's, I think it's much cooler to just be um, Thor, you know, but in, I guess for giant man, what would be cooler? Uh, well, I don't know. I think the, I think, well, I was going to say the wasp is cool, but you still got to call it the, you know, I think wasp is cooler than the wasp. How, how, but, about, how, uh, about, how about big guy? Big guy or Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> I think that has other connotations of like a Sasquatch. <laughs> That's right, Sasquatch. Well, Sasquatch would be kind of cool, but he's not big and hairy, and and um, I don't know. I but anyways, whatever it was, it turns out that he's he's big. But but you got to wonder. So how is that a good? He must be strong, right, and able to grow that 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 tall. Then he's he's got enough muscles to withstand, say, the gravity pulling him down. Right, the bigger he is, he's still able to uh, to walk, and people saw him moving and actually from what i understand he was fighting right with these other these aliens so he's strong but you got to wonder is that is that it you know is he just proportionally stronger like if you're a six foot per tall person and say you can lift i don't know 200 pounds does that mean if you're three times the size it means you can lift 600 pounds is that kind of what his power is we, I, I don't know. It, it remains to be seen. He, he, it was powerful enough anyway to defeat these people in the other dimension and get, and get our scientists home. So so thank you, Giant Man. And it, it also means he's one of uh, two unaffiliated heroes right now in America. Every every American hero is now part of the Fantastic Four, X-Men, or the Avengers, or right. is uh, is a Giant Man or is Spider-Man. Right? Spider-Man and Giant Man are the two kind of like remaining wild cards. And so, uh, hey, if... if Superhero teams, if you, if you want them, now's the time to get them before someone else grabs them first. 